Welcome back to The Daily Poem here on the Close Reads Podcast Network. I'm David Kern, and today is March 3rd, 2020. The poem that I'm going to read today is a poem that I read early on in the life of this show, uh, but it's a poem that I wanted to uh, bring up again. It's one that I like to return to periodically, if for no other reason that it's a lot of fun to read. It's by Lewis Carroll, who of course was also known as Charles Lutwidge Dodgson. That was his real name. He lived from 1832 to 1898, and as you probably know, is most famous for the Alice in Wonderland stories, uh, you know, Through the Looking Glass and what Alice found there, being the sequel. And the poem that I'm going to read today is one of his nonsense poems called Jabberwocky, and it's a poem that I find uh, children and adults alike uh, have a great time with. It goes like this. "'Twas brillig, and the slithy toves did gyre and jimble in the wabe. All mimsy were the bar groves, and the momraths outgrabe. "'Beware the jabberwock, my son, the jaws that bite, the claws that catch. "'Beware the jubjub bird, and shun the frumious bandersnatch. "'He took his vorpal sword in hand, long time the manksome foe he sought. "'So rested he by the tum-tum tree, and stood a while in thought. And as in uffish thought he stood, the jabberwock with eyes of flame came whiffling through the tolgy wood and burbled as it came. One, two, one, two, and through and through the vorpal blade went snicker-snack. He left it dead, and with its head he went galumphing back. And hast thou slain the jabberwock? Come to my arms, my beamish boy. O frabjous day, kalu kalay, he chartled in his joy. Twas brillig. And the slithy toves did gyre and jimble in the wabe. All mimsy were the barrow groves, and the mome wraths outgrabe. This was a poem that was published in, or composed in 1855, and then published in 1871, although in a slightly different form uh, than the, the original composition. In his anthology that I've mentioned, you know, many times in this show, The Classic Hundred Poems, by, uh, edited by William Harmon, he says that if you haven't already, it, quote, would be a good idea just to read through it before getting bogged down in the commentary and the annotation. Uh, and he talks about how, you know, people try to um, annotate every word, try to understand all the allusions he's making and uh, that Carol's making, of course, in this nonsense poem. But I like that William Harmon says, just read it, because I really think that what Carol wants us to do is just enjoy it. He's obviously alluding to, to some classic forms. He's trying to tell a narrative in the midst of this nonsense poem. But it's also meant to be, meant to be fun. It's meant to be enjoyable. It's meant to be uh, kind of like a game. You know, the way he's exploring language and playing with it and playing with the nature of sounds and poetry, which ultimately is one of the great, the great things that poetry gives us, is the ability to experiment and play with the way sounds... Uh, do different things when they bounce off of each other and the way sounds can mean things because they sound a certain way. That's one of the fascinating things about language and poetry is uniquely suited to help explore that idea. And another thing I like about this poem is the way that even if you don't know what the words mean, because of course most of them don't mean anything, even with that, there is a clear sense of... of uh, tension and narrative and all those things that are in the poem. We don't have to know what the words mean to know what's going on. In fact, the more he tries to confuse us and, and kind of play with it, the more the sounds themselves create the meaning. For example, there's that line where it says, the vorpal blade went snicker-snack. 
the sounds of those languages, those are sort of Germanic sounding words, right? The sounds of them imply everything, even though they'll let the words themselves don't mean anything because they're not real words. The a word like galumphing, you know, he's playing with the tradition of language while also recognizing that the sounds themselves have meaning. And that's um, one of the great gifts that someone like Lewis Carroll uh, offered us. Harmon wrote, quote, stand back from the details and see an action adventure cartoon about a youngster who after being warned by a parent or other older person goes off and slays a monster. He comes back to a celebration and the last stanza repeats the first as though the same thing were going to happen all over again. Of course, if you do want to go into how Carol formed some of these words he made up and is playing with, if you want to think about things like portmanteau, in which two elements of words are packed together, um, then, you know, I, like, uh, and Harmon mentions the word suitcase as an example of that, then by all means, you know, jump online, Google around, uh, you know, have some fun with it the way Lewis Carroll did. But if you just want to enjoy the sounds and just kind of hang out with it, then uh, that's, that's one of the great things about this poem and poetry in general is that it's uniquely suited for that kind of experience. So with that in mind, then here it is one more time, Lewis Carroll's Jabberwocky. Twas brillig. And the slithy toves did gyre and jimble in the wabe. All mimsy were the borrow groves, and the momraths outgrabe. Beware the jabberwock, my son, the jaws that bite, the claws that catch. Beware the jibjib bird, and shun the frumious bandersnatch. He took his vorpal sword in hand. Long time the manxome foe he sought. So rested he by the tumtum tree, and stood a while in thought. And as in uffish thought he stood, the jabberwock with eyes of flame came whiffling through the tulgy wood and burbled as it came. One, two, one, two, and through and through the vorpal blade went snicker-snack. He left it dead, and with its head he went galumphing back. And hast thou slain the jabberwock? Come to my arms, my beamish boy. O frabjous day, kalu-kalay, he chortled in his joy. Twas brillig, and the slithy toes did gyre and jimble in the wabe. All mimsy were the borrow groves, and the momraths outgrabe. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another poem for you.